Hi. How are you? Not too bad in yourself. With all due respect, let's get the small talk. Welcome to Let's Give the Small Talk, a podcast show where we talk about it all, one topic at a time. I'm your host, Tyconis Allison. With that being said, ready, set, stimulate. Let's get small talk. Thank you, thank you, thank you for tuning in to episode 83 of Let's Give the Small Talk. Today, me amigo, we'll be diving into the origins of Cinco de Mayo. Cinco de Mayo, as you know from the episode title, it is not Mexico's Independence Day. It's not. Mexico's Independence Day is actually on September 16th. Now that we got that out the way, let's take a closer look into the celebration and see what it's all about. But first, before the fiesta begin, let's talk about the podcast. If you enjoy Let's Skip the Small Talk and you would like to help the podcast reach its fullest potential, then by all means, please do so. All you have to do is simply text this episode link to one person on your phone. Just one person. You guys have been doing so and it has been helping the podcast out tremendously. So please, please continue to do so. I deeply appreciate it, and thank you in advance. All right, let's kick this show off with a little motivation. Three, two, one, score! Goal season is here. I repeat, goal season is here. I want to give a special shout out to all the goal seekers out there, everybody striving and thriving towards their goals Keep on going. Keep on going. That's the message for today. Keep on going. Hang in there. Stick it out. I know you can. I know you can. I believe in you. I can believe in you all day. You you know that. But it doesn't matter if you don't believe in yourself. So keep on going and keep your confidence up. Keep your spirits up. And keep on stepping. All right? Keep on stepping. With that being said, let the fiesta begin.
Thank you for that number, Richie Valens, La Bamba. Love that song. Love the movie as well, Richie Valens. He's a legend. All right, let's dive into it, guys. What is Cinco de Mayo? What is it all about? I'll be happy to tell you. Cinco de Mayo commemorates a significant battle during the Franco-Mexican War that took place in a town called Puebla. The Mexican army was largely outnumbered and poorly supplied, but that did not stop them. 2,000 Mexican soldiers defeated, can anybody guess? 6,000. 2,000 Mexican soldiers defeated 6,000 French soldiers during the battle, which lasted from daybreak to early evening. And much credit goes to Ignacio Zaragoza, the Mexican general that led the army on May 5th, 1862, Cinco de Mayo, 5th of May. General Zaragoza was only 33 years old when he led his troops to victory. Puebla, the city that the battle took place in, was renamed Puebla de Zaragoza. A few weeks after the Battle of Puebla, Americans and Latinos in California heard about the valiant effort of the Mexican soldiers through newspaper reports. They were so excited, so excited that they decided to celebrate with the parade of people dressed in Civil War uniforms. And in Northern California, one town partied with drinks and food. And that town is likely the first Cinco de Mayo fiesta in the United States. Yes, yes, in Northern California, a small town partied with drinks and food, and boom, the party in the United States began. Although it was celebrated in the United States just weeks after the battle, it didn't get recognized in the U.S. until 71 years later. Wow. (laughs) that's when President Franklin D. Roosevelt helped create the good neighbor policy. Now, the good neighbor policy was aimed to establish positive exchanges and build a relationship with our Latin American neighbors. While Cinco de Mayo is celebrated with tons of food, drinks, and partying in the United States, Mexicans take a slightly different approach. The holiday is mostly celebrated in the state of Puebla, and in addition to food and drinks, locals put on a military parade with people dressed as French and Mexican soldiers, and they reenact the battle. The Battle of Puebla. Okay, enough with the history. I believe that we all now have a better grasp on what Cinco de Mayo is all about and where it originated from. Now, let's talk about the Fiesta Fiesta, 
Cinco de Mayo is largely a regional holiday in Mexico. It's mostly celebrated in Puebla. However, in the United States, people are celebrating from coast to coast, especially in cities that have a large population of Mexican-Americans like Chicago, L.A., San Antonio, and many others. You know what? I have a pop trivia question for you right now. You ready? Which U.S. city is believed to be one of the largest Cinco de Mayo celebrations in the world? Which U.S. city? All right. If you said Denver, if you said Denver, you just won a bag full of pesos. About 400,000 people attend Denver's Cinco de Mayo Festival, which over two days, there are parades, carnival rides, and a taco eating contest. Speaking of tacos, can I share a secret with you? The holiday's most beloved dish is not a taco. I know we like to think so. I know on Cinco de Mayo in America, we eat tacos primarily in celebration if you're celebrating. But the holiday's most beloved dish is mole. Yes, you heard me right. Mole is a sauce made with dozens of ingredients, including chili peppers and chocolate served over el pollo. Served over chicken. To celebrate to the fullest, Puebla hosts the International Mole Festival. It is a two-day festival where celebrity chefs explain how to create the ultimate mole. Now, who's interested in attending that festival and tasting all the different mole recipes? Personally, I think food festivals are cool. I would love to attend one. As we wrap up our fiesta here, can anyone guess how many pounds of avocados are consumed today on Cinco de Mayo? Can anyone guess? All right. If you guessed 81 million, 81 million pounds of avocados are consumed solely today on Cinco de Mayo. Safe to say. Americans eat plenty of guacamole today. You know what? I think I might have some myself. (laughs) Hasta luego, mi amigos. I had a great time partying with you. With that being said, let's jump into our next segment. Have a treat. As you know, each and every episode, I recommend something for you to read, something for you to watch, and something for you to do. Because you deserve to treat yourself. Take some time out for yourself. Five, 10, 15 minutes, hopefully an hour. Spend it with yourself. You know what? Grab a fork because it's time for a treat. What I recommend that you watch is one of my favorite movies. And I was actually introduced to this movie when I was a child in school. I would say maybe maybe high school. High school, we watch La Bamba. And La Bamba is the story of the one and only Richie Valens. Richie Valens. 
He was born in California. His parents are of Mexican descent. And he, some would say, is one of the forefathers of rock and roll. That's right. Richie Valens was a very, very popular singer all throughout the country. Unfortunately, his life was taken from him at the young age of 17 years old. (sighs) Terrible plane crash. Mm. The movie La Bamba illustrates the beautiful life of Richie Valens. So check it out. La Bamba, the story of Richie Valens. Now for something to read. What I recommend that you read is a book called The Day the Music Died. The last tour of Buddy Holly, The Big Bopper, and Richie Valens by Larry Lemur. As you heard me previously say, Richie Valens did die from a plane crash over the state of Iowa on February 3rd. 1959. However, he was not the only person on that plane. Buddy Holly and the Big Bopper was on that plane as well. And all three of them was very popular musicians at that time in the 1950s. This book talks about all three of their lives and what happened on that fateful day. Once again, the book is titled The Day the Music Died. The Last Tour of Buddy Holly, The Big Bopper, and Richie Valens by Larry Lemur. Check it out. They had a huge, huge influence on the early beginnings of rock and roll. All right. Now for something to do. What I recommend that you do is try making mole. Yes. Google a recipe and try make it mole. Once again, it is a sauce that includes many ingredients such as chili peppers and chocolate and you serve it over chicken. Check it out and have some fun. Thank you so much for tuning in. I deeply appreciate it. If you enjoyed this episode, please send it to one person in your phone so they can enjoy it as well. Thank you in advance. Before you leave, I want to leave you with this question. Growing up in school, What did they teach you about Cinco de Mayo? Thank you.